0: people all these years um, the the things that I that that are on your bio and I I'd like to just mention a couple just to underscore what a very influential and important position you have thank heavens I just cannot thank you enough and I know that the participants will also offer their gratitude uh, when they have an opportunity uh, the congressman, who hails from Arizona. How do you call Arizona? The state of... Sunshine State. Sunshine State, how appropriate, right? The Sunshine, sunshine State. Sunshine exactly, well, thank you, Congressman. <laughs> he uh, has served as Vice Chairman of the House Commerce Committee and Chairman of the House Subcommittee on Child Protection and Family Preservation. He's really very devoted to Child Protection Family Preservation, which may not appear to be as relevant, perhaps, as some of his other committees, like um, the House Working Group on Judicial Accountability and House Working Group on Waste, Fraud, and Abuse, but uh, in my book, that's a, that's a very, very important committee, and, and throughout his life, he has been devoted to family, protection and and values. He has uh, served on the Budget Committee, the Small Business Committee. Well, that should have been a busy one, since small business is very much in danger, I'm afraid. Uh, Now serves on the Armed Services Committee, and as I mentioned, the Judiciary. He's also chairman of the Constitution Subcommittee, which I'm especially... Happy about, Congressman. Uh, without further ado, I would like to introduce Congressman Franks, and uh, with with much gratitude again. And uh, will you be fielding questions afterward? Not necessarily. You can, depending on the time. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much.
1: How are you, sir? Good to see you again. Well, good morning. I I guess uh, my my first thought to all of you is just how grateful I am uh, to be with all of you this morning. It's wonderful to be among a group of people who are dedicated in the core of their souls to the the cause of human dignity and and human freedom in Iran and across the world. Uh, because ultimately there's something about that that echoes in, in the soul of every person on this earth You know, there's something in the, the heart of every person that uh, cries out for this Cause of freedom and I appreciate that you folks have not only it's not only resonated in your hearts but that you've responded to it and Prince it's good to see you again, sir. and uh, uh, May I begin first by expressing something that's I think very important I, and that is just a sincere and abiding affection for every last one of the freedom-loving people uh, in the nation of Iran, and I would ask that you never, for one moment, uh, would anyone under my voice ever consider my opposition to the radical terrorist uh, government uh, of the present uh, administration in Iran as any sort of disrespect for the noble people in Iran who are forced to live under that regime. Uh, and that's that's very important that you separate the two, because I know sometimes you know I've taken a strong position on making sure that we prevent this present government from gaining the range of, of nuclear weapons because i think it has a profound implications to everyone indeed is my belief that one of the greatest short-term threats to the peace and security uh, of the freedom loving people of iran as well as uh, the entire human family is the radical regime in iran and their efforts to develop a nuclear weapons capability. I, I think if, if our only focus was the people of Iran, we would still be concerned about what this would do. If Mahmoud Ahmadinejad's regime obtains their desired nuclear weapons capability, the, the prospect of freedom in Iran will be placed out of reach for the for, for perceivable or the foreseeable future, and uh, dissidents will have a harder time on taking on an emboldened government, and other nations will struggle to assist dissidents in the face of a nuclear-armed uh, radical administration and ladies and gentlemen if the present regime in Iran Indeed gains their goal of nuclear weapons. It will spark a nuclear arms race throughout the Middle East uh, And ultimately nuclear terrorism will become a horrifying reality throughout the world 32 years ago on January 20th 1981 52 American diplomats uh, intelligence officers and Marines were finally released after being held hostage at the U.S. Embassy in Tehran for nearly 15 months. Americans saw it as the end of a long national nightmare. But in fact, it was just the beginning of an insidious shadow uh, falling across the nation of Iran. In the the words of one of the dissidents, it was a revolution they thought that would bring them heaven. Instead, it brought uh, hell on earth. And the nightly TV news headlines during those long months called the crisis America held hostage. But now, 32 years later, Uh, It's the people of Iran who, for you know, who long for democracy and freedom and peace, who today are the ones that are held hostage. And so the national elections in July of 2009 became the largest demonstration we have yet seen of the resistance within Iran to Ahmadinejad and his regime. The so called election sparked an uprising of very courageous uh, Iranian citizens who were willing to pay any price. And indeed, some day, some of them paid the ultimate uh, price in the hope that their children would one day walk in the sunlight of freedom. And I cannot tell you how moved I was uh, by their courage or how grieved I was that Barack Obama, the President of the United States, remained so silent and spoke no word of support for those noble Iranian soldiers of freedom. It's, it's a hard thing as an American congressman for me to, to witness that. I see the courage that we so... Uh, emulate and revere in America uh, in the pursuit of freedom and yet I see those that are our spokespeople uh, be so silent in, in that same situation when the, 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 the support was so desperately needed. And unfortunately the plight of the Iranian dissidents, citizens and political pr- prisoners has not improved a great deal since. Uh, every day more of the God-given freedoms of Iranian citizens are stolen and trampled upon. Every day they watch the darkness of irrational hate and nuclear ambitions threaten the light of liberty, threaten their peace, and the opportunity that they so desperately hope to hand to their children. And while many throughout the pro democracy movement in Iran would not stand in the face of the Tehran government's brutality, today, over a half year, a year and a half later, the movement has withstood the test of time and uh, terror, and it fights for freedom in Iran. And I think that's probably one of the Uh, most telling um, Things that we can witness is that even in the face of the brutality the freedom movement has continued and to that end I'm so deeply encouraged by what this room represents It's an assembly of people from a diverse range of backgrounds and persuasions I know that there's a lot of people here that disagree with one another uh, and I know that your perspectives and even your strategies are quite different at times but you have one common goal and that is bringing true freedom uh, to Iran. And I would humbly encourage you all to continue. Uh, the forces of evil cannot and will not prevail forever. And those who seek to overthrow this oppressive regime with the goal of bringing liberty to all American, all Iranians are, you're on the right side of history. That's what I want to tell you. Uh, indeed history has been a witness to countless evil dictators like Mahmoud Ahmadinejad. We've seen many of them. Those who had an unmitigated lust for power and for control, and it led them to carry out unspeakable acts of cruelty against innocent citizens throughout the centuries. But we've also watched truth unfold throughout history, that this sort of evil kind of has a way of collapsing on itself. And when noble and courageous people like all of you uh, refuse to surrender to the weight of oppression and brutality. As uh, President Ronald Reagan said, no arsenal or no weapon in the arsenals of the world is so formidable as the will and moral courage of free men and women. And so I just want to say to all of you, to the noble, freedom-loving people of Iran that might be hearing my voice today or sometime in the future, let me promise you at least this much. Um, God hears your prayers, uh, and he sees your children, and the American people stand with you, uh, I stand with you, and uh, while the flame of liberty burns In the heart of just one Iranian patriot, just one, the hope uh, of freedom in Iran will never die, and one day Iran will be free, and you'll all look back and say, you know, I'm glad that we gathered in that place in Washington. I'm glad we continued the effort, and it will, my prayer is it'll set a a beachhead of freedom that will be the heritage of your children for generations to come. Uh, I am reminded as an American, you know, that there was a time when the George Washingtons of the world had to, to look to colonial soldiers and say, we're going to give you a better tax break if you will join uh, the Colonial Army. That's, that's not what he said. He said, if you join us, it will be very difficult uh, because we are fighting a great empire and the challenges before us are monumental. And there's a good chance that you won't make it. You may be a, a casualty of this effort. But if you win, if you win, you will build a beachhead of freedom coming generations and you will perhaps launch a great ship of state that will be the the flagship of freedom in the world and uh, they did that and I'm very grateful to them and I want you to know that I think that some of you may represent that to the nation of Iran and I hope that you you don't lose your courage and uh, I hope you know that uh, there's a lot of us that want very much for you to to prevail not just not just because we're concerned of the threat that uh, nuclear Iran represents to the world and to the outside world, but because we care about the people in Iran and we want to see them have the light of liberty fall across their face as well. So God bless you all. Thank you. And I guess we have a few few moments for questions. I, I, I don't know what exactly the time is. I don't want to, to uh, impose on the prince's uh, opportunity to speak here. But if, if you have any questions, I'll, I'll do my best.